Ooh. What's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. <laughs> and we thought we'd share it with you. <laughs> That is right. Welcome back to another edition of the Nightly Morning Show. It is Wednesday, November 11th, 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a new day. It's Yeah, and it's a very special day. Do you know why? I don't. Well, let me tell you, it is Skyrim's birthday. That's right. That should have been, that should have been the title. It's fine. We should have I talked for you. a full hour about Skyrim. I, yeah, I can do that. It's not really news, because it's like a 72-year-old video game. It's nine years old today. No. All right. When, when the soldiers went to the beaches of Normandy in World War II, on the end of their muskets, they could play Skyrim. <laughs> wow, wow. Skyrim has made it on every device, guys. Every single device. I love that I just said that there were muskets in World War II. Yeah, there were so many things wrong with that sentence. Um, I don't even. There are know people where to start. with just like full-on machine guns, and then there's just one guy who takes one shot, and there's like <sighs> <laughs> a nightmare. Like, <laughs> oh, the true hero. The true, the true, true hero. hero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy who took one shot every three minutes. True. Super helpful. Super helpful guy. Oh my god, guys! It's Skyrim's birthday. It's Skyrim's birthday. Foos, row. Duh. Duh! That's right. Um, so, uh, most of you know I'm a very big Skyrim fan. Um, Skyrim is one of the first games that I streamed, and mm-hmm. it's one of it's it's become a staple of my channel. I love the game. I love playing it. I love streaming it. Um, and I even convinced David. David had never played it. I had not. No. And he did his first playthrough on stream uh, over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, at first, it, I, it took me a minute to get into it. Because, yep. you know, people, uh, Skyrim's one of those games that's been so hyped up my yep. whole life. Uh, and I had just, I had never had the experience of playing it. Mm-hmm. And I had never owned up, I had never had a PC. Like, I had never had a gaming PC mm-hmm. um, for the longest time. Uh, and I, oh, so I... the longest time, sorry. I... So I had never had any um, Elder Scrolls game. I, and Skyrim's still the only one I've ever played. Mm-hmm. But when you obviously came into my life and brought your PC into my life and... We became uh, PC gamers. I, mm-hmm. I I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Um, and, you know, there was also an element of, like, I was starting to stream, and I didn't know what kind of community I was going to build on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And you were like, just play Skyrim, and some of my people might enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and I will say that... Um, well, no, but realistically, I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I'll try this game. And the first few hours were not... We're not great. To yeah, me. David didn't like it. I didn't like it, and I was like, "Oh God, why am I doing this?" And then there was a moment where it finally clicked, mm-hmm. yeah, and where I was like, "Oh, okay." And honestly, it was because one of your um, war gamester, one of your mods, an incredible person that we're so grateful for everything that they yeah. do for us. Um, uh, he explained to me that I had completely built the character wrong, and so I was just dying because I wasn't good at anything. Yeah, Warhamster, uh, the, the thing about him is he's helped me with a lot of my builds. He's very, he's he's played Skyrim co- consistently pretty much since he came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, he really has a passion for um, figuring out how to, in a sense, min-max, like how to get the most out of your build. What you need to to uh, to succeed the, the fastest and... Um, it's, it's super, super interesting. And and Skyrim is definitely about that because there's so I'm, many things in it. I would like to say it wasn't about succeeding the fastest. It was about succeeding at all. At, well, <laughs> I, I, was I was genuinely like, <laughs> I was just die against wolves. And I'd be like, I don't, I don't understand. And he'd be like, well, <laughs> it's because it's, it's it's you're bad. <laughs> well, yeah, David is using destruction magic with like, absolutely no equipment that he yeah, did yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, when and you like don't, heavy armor yeah and he- heavy armor and when you don't know like yeah. that you know that you don't know and um you know a lot of people have put a lot of time into skyrim and figuring it out and mm-hmm. what works and you know we benefit from that <laughs> yeah very grateful to wargamester um what is so if, if you were to talk about because skyrim is now 14 years old nine nine cool um skyrim is now nine years old what is your like favorite memory that you associate with the game? Hmm, 
That's really tough. Mm -hmm. That's that's really tough. Um, definitely. So uh, I played Skyrim for the first time. How long ago? How long ago? Five years ago, I mm -hmm. think. I think it was about five years ago. Um, I was like living in a basement, like struggling to get by, and like we had a, a PlayStation, and I was introduced to this game. And it was, like, everything I ever wanted in a game. And I, I just remember that. I was like, this is th this is what what I've always wanted. Literally, like, open world, RPG, magic, dragons, like, cool armor, uh, really awesome, involved quests and characters. Um, and so that was, like, a big thing for me. Like, I really fell in love with Skyrim. But I think my best memory has actually been... Um, it, it, it's it's tough because the Night King is just kind of budding. But my previous playthrough was based on Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. um, and when I play Skyrim, I usually go for a spell sword build. So I have a weapon in one hand and spells in the other hand. Um, it, it's just the kind of the easiest for me to play and what I feel comfortable with. Um, now, Cersei Lannister, uh, since I based it off of a character... Um, I went strictly with illusion magic, speech, and alchemy, and really no other skills. I tried not lockpicking, I tried not sneaking, um, those were the three things that I focused on and I maxed out. And it was such a different way of playing, mm -hmm. and I loved seeing this game that I already loved so much in a different light, and, and playing it in a completely different way, completely different style, and I loved doing that with my community. I loved that it felt yeah. like a group effort, in a sense. Um, Fantastic in the chat says, for her, her favorite memory was playing for 18 out of 24 hours in a day. She was so into it that she forgot to eat. Fanta, I've been there. <laughs> oh my god. Um, back, yeah. when I, back when I was like really grinding StarCraft mm -hmm. uh, to try, because I wanted to be really good at the original StarCraft, I, I've been there. Uh, Rebel Trooper's favorite memory is when he found out that you were free to do almost anything you wanted in Skyrim. It's true. I did the Cersei Lannister build without even doing the main quest. Yeah, yeah. You never, you never found out that you were Dragonborn. Yeah, I no. never even started it. I never saw a dragon. Um, that's now, only possible because of mods. That's on, yeah. That yeah. is only possible because of a mod. You, if if you don't mod it, you do have to start in Helgen, but you don't have to do the main quest. Um, Jovaki says, to me, the atmospheric feeling when playing Skyrim, you walk from one town to another while the amazing soundtrack plays, the exploring soundtrack the world. is so good. Yeah, it's interesting. At the beginning of the game, I was fast traveling a lot. Because I'm, I, I'm not usually one to, like, do the, the normal travel. Yeah. Um, I, I like fast traveling in games. I appreciate it. Because I like to move quick. I like to get to the story, usually. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, some people in my chat when I was playing it on stream were like, hey, slow down. Like, enjoy this. Yeah. And, um, I was like, oh, God, like, I don't want to look at rocks. And then I ended up, I, I found myself actually, I tried it a couple times, and I ended up spending a lot more time, when I was doing quests and I was trying to get stuff done, um, yeah, I, I would fast travel, fast travel. but um, when I was like trying to find something new, I, I was having a really good time. I mean, it's such a beautiful game. Yeah. And now that you've installed those mods, uh, the new mods for the Night King build, yeah. um, I do I do want to play it, uh, I want to play some more with the those textures added. Yeah, um, it looks beautiful. The modding community for Skyrim is something special. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be playing some more of that today. You're going to be playing for Skyrim's birthday? Yeah, I'm going to be playing for Skyrim's birthday. I think my schedule said 1 o'clock, but I think I'm going to hop on early. Mm -hmm. Just because I do have a hard out for D&D &D tonight. Mm -hmm. um, and I do want to get some solid work done on the Night King, which is my new build, Game of Thrones based again. Um, the Night King, uh, necromancy, and ice magic for the moment. Um, <clears throat> I am trying... I don't know if don't know if this is gonna stick because I'm not the best at the game and I did up the difficulty, but I am trying to do a playthrough without using any potions. Because the Night King to me is a zombie in a sense, and I don't know if like lore wise he would be able to consume potions, um, and so it's it's a it's a decision that I'm going with for the moment. It might change depending on mm -hmm. if the game gets really frustrating for me because I am I'm not great at it. I, I'm pretty good. Um, but right You're now... You're gonna need lots of zombies so that you don't need to use your potions. Yeah, but right now, yeah, I, I, I'm trying not to use any potions and wolves keep killing me a lot. <laughs> um, that's very entertaining for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, uh, let's get into some news. Happy birthday, Skyrim. Yes, happy but birthday, Skyrim. Some things have happened in the world. Uh, we're gonna start with our main story today, obviously the one just below, uh, the 
this video here, you can see the title. It is... Actually, I shouldn't say that because for the... Po- Never mind. Um, Poor podcasters are like... Yesterday, the Apple event, well, I think it was called One More Thing, um, mm, yeah, yeah. announced their long-anticipated silicon-based, or uh, ARM-based silicon, uh, the, the chips that are going to be at the center of their new line of Mac products. Yep, uh, they've had ARM-based silicon in their phones and their iPads for a while, um, but this is the first uh, laptop uh, or uh, home desktop computer mm-hmm. that is going to have an ARM-based chip in it. Uh, developed entirely by Apple. They are no longer working with Intel. Uh, for those of you who follow um, more on like the actual hardware computer side of it, mm-hmm. Intel is Intel's going through it. Intel is losing their market share. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, honestly, it's because the products that they're putting out are not keeping up with the products other people are putting out. And, uh, you know, Intel is not really listening to their consumers right now. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. that, that will bite you in the butt. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, we, we know that for a fact. Um, and so I believe the chip is called the M1, mm-hmm. um, and Apple has put that into their new computers that launched this week. Everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was under the impression, uh, when, they, when the event first started yesterday, because we watched it, uh, they said that they're putting it in their lightest, most portable book yet. So I thought that we were going to get like an M1 MacBook Air, um, Yeah. and then we were going to get our normal Intel uh, MacBook Pros this year. Because yeah. that, for those of you who don't know, the difference is that the ARM uh, ARM based infrastructure is different than an x86 infrastructure, which is what Intel uses. Mm-hmm. Um, and apps, like the actual apps that you use on your computer, don't necessarily work in ARM based infrastructure. They don't yes. know how to read it, yes. uh, and so you get a, it is a different um, it's a different coding process. Mm-hmm. And so the problem with going ARM based is not necessarily that the chip isn't very good. It's actually more what is going to function on that chip. What are you actually going to be able to do? Yeah. And in the Apple event, they mentioned that Lightroom, uh, which is a app from Adobe that photographers use all the time. Literally, I, I've never put out a photo that I've taken with my with my actual camera. Obviously, iPhone fo- photos. Yeah, right. yeah. But I've never put out a photo on my Instagram um, that I didn't put through Lightroom first. I didn't do some work on in Lightroom. Yeah. It is vital. They're saying that's coming out later this year with ARM-based infrastructure so that it will work there. Uh, and Photoshop is coming out next year. Early next year, we're going to get Photoshop. Yeah. As soon as I heard that, my first thought is you can't put a Mac Pro out. You can't put a MacBook Pro out then. I'm sorry, but if you can't have Photoshop yeah. or Adobe Premiere, if they do not work, if they do not work on the pro yeah. it is not a pro laptop yeah yeah the reason that a lot of people use Macs is for the creativity for the mm-hmm. editing and if you have a laptop that doesn't you can't use lightroom and photoshop mm-hmm. there's no reason you know and and i think truly i think that this is going to hurt apple and in their initial sales i i think that people are going to wait until they know that it works because we talk we've talked about you know david's computer is a bit older it's having some problems yeah. we've talked about you know we're probably going to have to trade it in and replace it soon yeah. and we're like oh well there's a new macbook pro coming out so we'll keep an eye on that and after that announcement we're like no way in hell no way in hell until we until it it works and we know that it works well and it's not even that it works it's going to work it's, it's an apple product it's going to come out and it yes. is going to work yes but that... Will I be able to do the things that I need to do on it is the question. Yeah. I'm not, I'm actually not worried about the, um, I'm not worried about the actual app. It's, or uh, I'm not worried about the actual like silicon itself. I, I'm really excited for ARM-based infrastructure. There are ways in which it is more power efficient. For sure. Uh, and you know, part of the problem that a lot of people have with uh, Mac products, uh, is that they overheat. Yeah. Um, they, they run hot. Uh, mm-hmm. Apple products tend to run hot. That's just kind of across the board. And the idea of the ARM-based infrastructure would actually allow it to be cooler. In fact, the new MacBook Air doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have, have a, a fan. fan. It's completely silent. And I don't know how that works. It has no... And maybe it does have cooling. It doesn't seem to have cooling. I'm sure it has something. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... You wouldn't want to risk damaging your chip. But I, 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 I don't know... I. I'm sure it's not water cooled. I'm sure, like, no, no, I, I'm no, no, sure no. it's not water cooled. That thing is tiny. Yeah. 
so how, I don't know how they're going to do it. We're going to, like, we, we have some tech channels that we watch, and we're okay. going to see their takes on this. And, because, um, you know, they, they know this a lot better than we do. They're a lot smarter than we are in that sense. Um, but, yeah, this MacBook Air is going to be completely silent. Yeah, but they also say that it doesn't run hot. Like, I, and I think that they're saying, like, it yeah. is the ARM architecture. They're, yeah. they're, they're saying, hey, look, we have changed, um, we have changed the way in which this computer literally functions. Yeah. And so it doesn't get hot. And I don't know if I believe that. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that there, there, uh, you have to show me A that first. Chance of yeah. Hey, <laughs> Nolan, <laughs> Pfeiffer saying, thank you for the follow. Thank you for following it's friends. rain. It's rain. It's rain. Um, cheers. Uh, you need to show me. You need like yeah, I, I need, need to, to see, see real world benchmarks of this. Yeah, I need to see how this works because mm -hmm. the other thing as well is you know Apple has uh, made a lot of claims about their new computers. Um, for example, that the MacBook Pro can the battery life while watching videos is ten hours longer. Mm -hmm. Ten ten hours. Like that's 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 such a, a a crazy jump to me that I'm like there has to be a catch. But that's the ARM infrastructure, and yeah. I, look, I am not an expert on this. Yes, we want to be clear about uh, that. But my understanding of this is that um, you have an if you have an eight core Intel CPU, all of those eight cores are the same cores, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so they all in order to be turned on and working, they all have the same amount of power consumption. Yeah. In an ARM-based chip, you have four cores that are high performance. Mm -hmm. And then you have four cores that are high, um, that aren't as good at performing tasks, but uh, do smaller tasks with a lot less energy. And so the idea behind the chip is, instead of having all eight cores firing hot mm -hmm. to watch a YouTube video, your YouTube video runs on these four cores that don't need as much power. Yeah. And so you're watching YouTube or if you're just typing in Word, things that aren't huge draws on your computer mm -hmm. don't actually need as much power. Mm -hmm. And so because you have these high capacity um, cores instead of using, or you're not using your high performance cores. You're yeah. using these low performance, high, like... Um, efficiency. Uh, high efficiency. Thank you. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Uh it makes it so that the computer can f uh, basically like turn off what's drawing in all the power. Yeah. And make the battery last longer. Yeah. While watching a video, something that the computer doesn't have to work as hard on. Yeah, it's in, it's insanely it's insanely optimized. So ARM, the, and this is why the future is the future of ARM is very cool, right? Yeah. The future of the ARM is exciting because you could really take out the 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 overclocking temperatures at times like you could have some of your cores literally not heat up as much yeah and it could uh change the longevity of devices and it it, it is exciting this is an exciting step totally. forward if it works yeah mm -hmm. and that, that's the thing is i need to i need to here's the thing apple is very good at looking great and getting you excited about stuff. Yeah. And I I always get real hyped. I'm like, what? But I, I, I always remind myself, I'm like, no, you need to watch someone who actually knows what they're doing, mm -hmm. dissect this information in a way that is digestible for a layman like myself. You know, I don't yeah. know computers very well. Um, because the presentation, that the video that they put out yesterday is impeccable. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Apple has never had a problem getting people hyped and and giving that presentational quality. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's it's going to be a wait and see. I'm going to wait for the bigger channels, uh the the tech like tech focused channels. Uh, I'm excited to see the reviews of these products. Mm -hmm. Um and you know, I'm a huge I love Apple, obviously. You know, like I've got I've got my MacBook, I've got my iPhone. Yeah. I've got my iPad. I love it. Um, and so I'm hopeful that what's going to happen is these benchmarks are going to come out and they're going to be like all these like PC gurus on the internet are going to be like, what? This is amazing. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, but, That's what uh, I'm waiting for. For them to be like, actually, yeah, this is dope. But before I consider playing it or buying it, I'm going to hold off. I, I, I'm not going to be a day one adopter of this new technology. Yeah. The no. other cool thing, which quite possibly might change the uh, laptop market completely is that it seems as though you'll be able to game on your Mac. 
Maybe. Maybe. Hard maybe. This and that's the thing. Like that's 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 what Apple's good at. They are great at their presentation. And in their presentation, they're showing you playing Baldur's Gate 3 on the Mac. Yeah. And I am very skeptical. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. If it, if it's real, but I'm hesitant. <laughs> and like like here's the thing. Like if it's real, that's where you're gonna hit high temps on a Mac. Oh like, god! I can yeah. I can run Civ Five on my MacBook. I can. Yeah. Granted, Civ Five isn't a heavy graphics game. It's more of a CPU. It's a CPU pressure. Game. Yeah. But I can run it. But boy, does my MacBook get hot. Yeah. I need to like if I'm gonna play Civ Five, I need to put my MacBook on a large block of ice and watch it melt away underneath my MacBook through it. You know. Um, <laughs> So, you know, you know, I have to have one of those laptop cooling things underneath in order to play a game on my Mac. Yeah. If, if these ARM-based, because uh, the ARM-based chips have their own dedicated, uh, integrated graphics, rather, sorry. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I think like, I think that this is going to be a world where Mac users can play League of Legends. Yeah. No. Yeah, there's, you know, there's definitely going to be games that you can play on your Mac soon mm-hmm. that you would not have been able to do before. And, and well, like, there's a lot of games yeah. that you can play on Mac, but, like, it's a rough experience. Yeah, you're like, Like, uh, I technically can play a lot of things on Steam on my Mac mm-hmm. that once you download and you try and play, you're like, yeah. oh, oh, that sweet, sweet 19 frames per second, baby. Yeah. I also, I was almost positive that it, during the video, because we were watching it at, like, times two speeds, so it was a bit quick, mm-hmm. but I thought it, they were playing The Witcher. Did you see that? Witcher 3? Probably. It's I old. think so. Yeah, I mean, it's old, but it's still. I mean, if the Switch can play The Witcher... Yeah, but the Switch, the, so the Witcher for the Switch is uh, is made for the Switch. You know what I mean? Like, the graphics are dialed down. and that Oh, totally. I'm saying that, down. like, I, I'm willing to bet that, because in if you go into Steam and you're able to buy a game, there is, it's Mac or PC options. It's not the same. You're, right, you download true. the Mac version. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm assuming the Mac version of that would either have options for graphics because, like, the big Mac, like, the big desktop Mac Pro thing can probably mm-hmm. play Witcher just fine. You know what I mean? Like, that thing's got, that's a beast of a machine. Yeah. It's also it's $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know much about, like, the, the actual desktop. I think it's because, I, the, the reason we don't know anything about it is because no one who buys that machine is playing video games on it. No. No, and that machine, I'm pretty sure, is optimized for editing. Like, yeah. that's what people are using it for. They Apple knows their audience. Yeah. Although, I, yeah, they know their audience. But still, like, putting out a, putting out laptops, putting out, like, a pro laptop that's not going to be able to run Photoshop properly right away seems like a, seems like a weird move. I, I think in their mind, they're... Uh, I, I honestly think in their mind, they're like, they have to put out a MacBook. Yeah. It is going to work in three months. And people are... A lot of people are going to buy it to try it out. Yeah. And it's, I honestly think that for the majority of the tasks that you would want it to do, it's going to do really well. And like, maybe you have to wait a few months for a certain app to work, but they are going to, there are Apple apps that are similar versions of things that are going to work just fine. And Mm -hmm. honestly, they might be hoping that someone picks up that pro laptop, picks up the Apple version of whatever app it is, likes the Apple version. And by the time Photoshop or by the time these apps work, they're like, uh-huh, I'm just used to this. I'm going to stick to the Apple version. I, yeah. There's a world where I could see them being like, we'll lose some customers, but we will also gain some customers. And yeah, yeah. this gives them a trial run for next year's, what I'm sure will be called M2 chip, yeah. which will be the better version. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we should just try and see if this Apple, if this MacBook can wait for that one, you know, and like try and get a MacBook Pro next holiday season. Um, I don't know, babe. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a weird one, right? Because this is the 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 iPhone twelve announcement was so exciting mm-hmm. because I wanted an iPhone twelve immediately. This one is exciting to me because I'm like, oh, technology is changing. Technology is totally. moving forward. I don't want to get one, but technology is moving forward, and that is exciting. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really it's really cool what they're doing. Um. All right. The next thing we're going to talk about today, y'all. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna love this. Um, Can't wait. The Bachelorette is a television show. Uh, can you fill our audience in on what the premise of The Bachelorette is? Do you know? Have uh, you ever seen The Bachelorette? It's a bunch of people being catty so they can date somebody. <laughs> sure. Uh, the Bachelorette is a long-running television show, reality <laughs> television show, in which um, a woman, uh, in, in the, the original version was The Bachelor, which was a man with, I believe it's 24 women or 25 women to start. Uh, this is a woman with 25 men who are vying for her attention. And uh, this 
this season that we're currently in right now, mm-hmm. uh, the the girl, I believe her name is Caitlin or Carolyn or something like that. I, I've not seen it. Um, okay. But uh, she made it four episodes in. And at the end of... So this is a spoiler for last week's episode of The Bachelorette, so I'm so sorry. But she went up to Chris Harrison, who's the host, and was like, hey, yo, we can't do this anymore. I Claire, thank you, Robinson. He, she went up to Chris Harrison and went, yo, I'm in love with this dude. Call off the show. So. So. <laughs> she fell in love with this dude in, like, three weeks, I guess. Um, uh, I don't know what that's like. They live together now. Uh, they're very happy. And they brought in a new bachelorette for the season. So... <laughs> This, uh, a previous contestant on The Bachelor, I believe her name is Taisha, uh, she has joined the show midstream, and now these guys who were previously vying for this other woman are now trying to date this, uh, this new woman, and they're not adding episodes, like, so the, the Bachelor art season I think is usually 10 episodes, right? They're not adding any episodes. So now th- this you gotta move quick, girl. You gotta Pick move one. Quick. You you have like, six. They have such. She has such as six weeks to fall in love and get engaged to someone. Wow. And I think it's. I think this is the most insane reality television thing I've ever heard of. Wow. Um. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? This is this is unfortunate for the audio listeners because the real joy of this moment is your face listening to that. <laughs> I just. I. I. Wow. Wow. Here's the thing. I've never understood, and this is not a knock on anybody who watches it. I don't watch reality TV, and I just never really understood the appeal Mm -hmm. of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Because I watch this, and I'm like, this is just dramatized for television. Like, people are just being, like, you know, like, it's it's just not that interesting to me. And, you know, like, yeah, nothing against you if, if that's what you enjoy. But that just seems absurd to me. I'm, there must be something in the contract. Like, she can just drop out like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, last year Colton quit the show. Okay. Um, so, like, and, like, people quit the show. Um, it happens. Um, it, what, the, the thing that's weird to me about this is that it's, like, the same guys. So, like, the, the yeah. person they're trying to date They're like, oh, we changed. liked this girl, but now you're here, so now we're going to try and like you. Yeah, and one guy, there was one guy who did quit the show because he had feelings for Claire, and he was like, I can't, I'm sorry. These other guys are great, but, like, I I, 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 I had too many feelings for Claire. I can't just, like, switch midstream. And the other guys are like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Switching it up. I don't know. I just, you yeah. you know, this is a nerd news show. This isn't the kind of thing we typically talk about. But, you know, we don't talk about reality television really because we don't watch it. But yeah. I read this story and I was like, this is the funniest. Like, this is wild. Can you imagine being a guy who signs up for The Bachelorette and you're like, I'm there looking for love. I'm going to meet. I don't know why I think all the guys on The Bachelorette talk like this, but this is the voice I chose. And they're like, yo, Claire. I'm starting to get really into you. We maybe make out a little bit. We go on some fun dates. Okay, Claire's in love with another dude. She left. Taisha, what's up? I'm really into you. Here's Gonna make thing. out with you. Here's the thing. It has way too many gross parallels to the guys at the club who come up to you and they're like, hey, and you're like, nah. And then they go up to your friend right beside you and they're yeah, like, hey, yeah, yeah. and you're like, really, dude? <laughs> That's... That's literally what it is, That happened to me. I was waiting for the subway. I was waiting for the subway, and this dude came up to me, and he was like, hey, like, you know, how's it going? And I was standing there, and I was like, oh, like, pretty good, thanks. He's like, you're, like, really beautiful. Can I have your number? And I was like, oh, sorry, like, not interested. Like, thanks. Literally walked three feet over to me, to the girl on the bench, sat down, was like, hey, how's it going? You're really beautiful. Can I have your number? And I was like... You know, you've got to you've got to admire his um, his persistence. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I need to leave I, right you... now because I was like, <laughs> and I like walked out the platform because I was like, yeah. There's an element of that where you're like, oh my god, that's <laughs> it's it's like sad at a point. Yeah. Like you're literally like, oh no, no, no. No. Yeah. I was like, I don't. I. I no, my dude. That's I, not. That's not how you. <laughs> like, let me help. I, I. You know, it's like, oh, I should help this guy out. Here's the thing. No. 
not what you do. Like I want to I want to start doing like a YouTube series um that's just like uh just like how to date. And it or no, how not to date. Yeah. And I'll just like very plainly put out into the world, "Hey, so if like a woman is in public and you don't know her, leave her alone." Uh, yeah, yeah. Like truly. Like it, like I don't know any single person who has, like, actually, like, dated someone from, like, giving, like, I don't know a woman who gives out her number to a person on the street who's like, hey, can I have your number? To be fair, having said that, I have definitely had a woman give me her number on the street. And, fair. like, we dated for two months, and it was, it was all right. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm sure that it happens. Yeah. I just feel like the odds of it, and, like, the number of guys that <clears> can get <throat> away with that as well, like. She approached me, though. Okay. So I so in this okay. one scenario, I was on the subway. Yeah. And I don't know why, but like we were the only two people on the subway, and she like approached me and was like, "Hey, I I, I was dressed kind of ridiculously," um, and she was like laughing, and we just like talked like, and we got off at the same stop, and so she gave me her number, and so like it okay. was, but like I. The reason it worked is because I didn't approach her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially as a six foot four guy, if we were alone on the subway and I was like, what's up, honey buns? She'd yeah. be like, I need an adult. <laughs> I need an adult. I think the worst one for me, the worst one is when you have your headphones in and you're like mm-hmm. looking at your phone and you, you get like this and you're like, don't touch me. That or like you you got your headphones and you're looking at your phone and you can see in your peripheral some some dude like like trying to like get your attention and you're like buddy look buddy I am no because then like if you accidentally make eye contact you're like oh fuck I can't pretend I didn't see him you know what I mean <sighs> Orange Coon uh, the problem is that is saying honey buns I think I I'm married now Orange so I don't know anymore do do women not like honey buns is that I'll take it yeah you will. <laughs> Yeah, my little Cinnabons. Uh, I, I, I could go for some Cinnabon right now. You know, it's it's so weird, right? Because I feel like... I feel like it's so obvious. And <laughs> clearly it's not. Here's And here's here's the truth. Yeah. There are so many men who do this stuff. Yeah. That, like, it has to work sometimes. Right? Like It's like on How I Met Your Mother, The Naked Man. Yeah, but that's different. The the naked man, you are in their apartment. Yeah, that's fair. That, like, there's a big difference. Like, you can pull off the naked man. For those of you who don't know, in, in How I Met Your Mother, there was Sorry. this joke that Barney Simpson was going into a woman's apartment. She would go to the bathroom, and when she'd come out, he would be fully nude. No, no, no. This was somebody else. This was somebody and else. And Barney Sorry. was like, that's brilliant, and he yeah. tried it. And yeah. he was like, works like... Works, well, like, two out of three times or something like that. Like, there was some ratio. And he's like, yeah, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But here's the thing. Here, here's my problem with that. If a woman has taken you back to her apartment... I mean, yeah. I feel like you already have higher odds than two out of three that you're going to have, like, a fun night. Yeah. I... <laughs> to put it delicately. Like, <laughs> the, the idea that you would lower your odds by being weird about it... You could pull off the naked man in the right scenario because it is funny. Like if it if it is if it is a joke, and you do it with like a false bravado, or maybe you've like watched How I Met Your Mother and talked about it on your date earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I don't know. I don't know. It's it's twenty twenty, and like there there's there's an element of like all right, let's go back to my place. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like you're you're lowering your odds because yeah. that woman, I'd be like, that was a weird thing to do. Yeah. Versus, like, taking it slow, being a little smooth, being a little charming, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A little, a little like, light touch of the thigh. Oh, my God. You know, you play with the hair a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that worked. The audio listeners are really missing out <laughs> on your face today. Your hey, faces have been pretty good. I, you know. Watch this on the YouTube, and you can see... How I uh, oh, made my wife physically uncomfortable there's, on camera. There's going to be clips. There, there's going to be clips. You don't have to watch the whole thing again. <laughs> What's new? What's new, guys? What is new? Um. So, yeah. So, The Bachelorette. Interesting. I think that's a really weird premise. It is. Because if I was that woman coming back onto the show, I'd be like, these guys were literally just vying for the attention of some other girl. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I, I would just be like, this is all such fate. Well, and Tasha uh, apparently, she says that she took it uh, and came back to the show because she is um, half black and half uh, Latinx. Mm. Uh, and, you know, representation matters. It absolutely does. Yeah. And I think even in reality television, I think that The Bachelorette being a woman of color, uh, particularly a, uh, a mixed race woman of color, is, is really excellent. I think... There is an element of our society that, uh, you know, if, if you look at dating apps, there is a racial bias in who people want to date. There is mm -hmm. a racial bias in attraction, in uh, particularly mm -hmm. in the United States. And I think that making, you know, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are national symbols of attraction. They are. We, we, we put attractive, hot people on these shows. Yeah. And, and we know that. Like, we, the reason that 20 million people watch the show is because that's, that's, that's the premise. And, and we've yeah. all bought into that a little bit. Yeah. And so I think that the more diversity of um, visual uh, um, people, different kinds of people, the way they look different yeah. on a show like that is actually better for society. Yeah. Because, you know, you take out some stereotypes. Yeah. You know, you, you put these people on, uh, uh, not a pedestal, but you put them in, in, uh, in a spotlight mm -hmm. for all to see. And you say, hey, look, people who look like this are attractive and valuable mm -hmm. to our society. Yeah. And, um, you know, as much as like The Bachelor and The Bachelor are not shows that I watch... Um, I, I do appreciate when shows that have an audience like this um, put people of color forward and say, totally. hey, look, this person is valuable and attractive and it humanizes them. Kate Emily in five in the chat says it humanizes them. And I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. And so, you know, as much as this is a ridiculous story, it like a tr this is a truly ridiculous. The, the idea that this woman is going to find love in six weeks. Granted, you know, it took me 27 days, but um so fair you know i i can't judge i, I got married <laughs> in six months like i can't say anything um yeah i mean yeah it it it, it does happen it's it not does happen. it's not an impossibility yeah but it's yeah but to weirdness. do it midstream is so funny yeah the weird the weirdness of it for me comes like to that switch halfway through and mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't know you you never you never know you never know morning xl hunter and tommy tsunami dropping in guys we have some so many friends in the chat um, some people just showed up, Exile Hunter and Tommy Tsunami. I just want to quickly throw out there, Tommy Tsunami and I will be playing Diablo 2 tonight, uh, where it's day two. Uh, we started last Wednesday. Every Wednesday night, we are playing Path of Diablo. Uh, that's going to be six o'clock Eastern tonight on this channel, twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. If you want to, uh, have some nostalgia with us, uh, you can watch, uh, he is a shields paladin. I am a lightning sorceress and we're going to go kill the devil and we're going to have a great time doing it. Two friends just hunting demons. Love it. Uh, so uh, thanks for popping in, Tommy. And I'm excited to play with you again tonight, bud. It's going to be it's gonna be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, last week, we had so many technical issues. So it is exciting that this week, the technical issues are behind us. Yeah. And we can just start getting the gameplay early on instead of spending the first two hours of stream literally trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> it happens. Um, it's all good. In Muddles, Fording the Chat says, took my sister 10 years of being with the same guy to marry him. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. 10 years. I mean, it, it, I'm sure it was one of those things where they kind of just, like, knew and there was no rush. Because, yeah. like, I, I, I get that. Everyone moves at their own speed. Yeah, yeah. Whatever works for you. Like... And, you know, honestly, like, I... I I, I don't I don't judge anyone's speeds in that, you know? Like, yeah. Ariel and I moved really fast once we started yeah. dating. And it was just because things clicked in a way that I don't think either of us expected. Or had ever experienced yeah. before. Or that we could even you know. put words to, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, you know, whether it takes uh, six months or ten years, um, it, it, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why did Orange leave? Wait, I'm not sure why Orange left. Not today, oh, Satan. Not today, Satan. <laughs> um, it's like orange. Why? Why you? Why you leave? <laughs> um. Oh, Tommy, Tommy. I'm not saying those words out loud because TOS. Um. <laughs> oh, Tommy was bullying you. No bullying in the chat. No bullying in the chat. No bullying in life. Just let's not bully y'all. Let's be fronds. Let's yeah, be palm, let's be palm fronds. fronds. Um. Y'all, we're getting another Scorpion King movie. Yeah. Inexplicably. You know you know what franchise everyone was clamoring for in 2020? 
Scorpion King. Yeah, for sure. That's what I. That's what I was looking forward to. And wow, am I glad that it's happening. <laughs> Did you see the video of um, the they they recreated the vocal cords of a mummy? Um, it's a, and so they made it, the video is the uh, this they were like we recreated this mummy's voice. Oh yeah. And the voice was. Ah! <laughs> Um, so The Rock is going to be producing this new Scorpion King movie, which is very exciting. Uh, I love The Rock, so I will see it. I hope he's in it. I hope he is the Scorpion King. If he's producing and it's another Scorpion King movie that The Rock isn't the Scorpion King in, I'm less interested. Yeah. There's also part of me that's kind of like, isn't this just Black Adam? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe The Rock has loved doing Black Adam so much. He's mm-hmm. like, I need more of this in my life. Um, and that's what I was saying. I was like, you know, maybe it's literally just a passion project for him. Like, he's just like, no one really is asking for this, but like, I want to do it. And I have the money and I have the resources, so let's just do it. Yeah. You know? You know what? He can make whatever he wants. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The Rock can do whatever he wants. He's amazing. I I think he'll be president one day. President? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm down to vote for The Rock in. Yo. It's time to have a president on the world stage. Who, Rock like, 2028. <laughs> you know those photos of where it's like all the world leaders? I just want one where it's all these like tiny normal humans and then just the rock is there and you're like, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I would vote for him. Oh, I'd absolutely. Vote for him. He's, he's like, he's really just like a stand-up dude. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. like this, like the work that he, yeah, he's just, I, 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 I love him. What if, what if Arnold Schwarzenegger was his VP and it was the rock and Schwarzenegger well, the love, the great thing is that, like, Schwarzenegger actually has experience in office. Yeah, he was the governor of California. So, like, y- you never know. Rock Schwarzenegger 2024 sounds either like a amazing presidential ticket or a killer movie. Yeah, I was going to say, or a great movie. Like, I would, I would love, love for them to make a movie about the Rock and Schwarzenegger running for president. But, but they're playing themselves. They're not playing characters. Yeah. It's a movie about them playing themselves running for... Guys, That's I just came up with the funniest movie ever. Oh my why, god. Why... Get, get me my MacBook. I need to start writing this script down. This... Muddles Party says half... I hope I pronounced this right. Half your Julius Bjornsson for president. Yeah, I think he's the person who played the mountain. In Game of Thrones. Dude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's also the world's strongest yeah. man right now. I think he won that competition. Yeah, he lifted the big log. <laughs> yeah. There's a, vi- there's a video of him lifting a big log. And yeah. I was like, that's, yeah, that's a big log. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine him and The Rock side by side for their like, uh, oh, that's great. Um, hell, I was born. Oh, okay. Our Automod just picked up something I don't weird, know why. But- uh, cause it says was born in, so you, it's like, they want to make sure that they're not doxing, someone's not being doxed. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, what if, what if we just did a thing where like, for like five years, everyone, <laughs> every country's leader was just the biggest person in the country. Whoever has, no, no. Whoever the, is the largest. Whoever, no, the strongest. Oh, the strongest. Yeah. I was like, so whoever Dudley Dursley lift, Dursley for president. Whoever, no, he's super thin now. No, I know. I know. Dudley, Dudley Dursley? He's hot. He's getting it. He's getting it. He was in. He was in. Um, old guard. Or old guard. The Charlize yeah. Theron movie. Yeah, yeah. it was great. <clears throat> um, I I would love it if it was like we did like the big log lifting competition and everyone who w- if you lift the biggest log you, <laughs> you are get president. To be president. It makes about as much sense as the electoral college. So. <gasps> Shots fired. <laughs> Oof! Yeah, too real. Too, um, too, too real. Guys, we have a we have a movie idea though. That's what we're taking away from this. Yeah, I want to see the Rock and Schwarzenegger playing themselves running for office. I yeah. think that would be really funny. Yeah, yeah. It's actually Thor, but in Icelandic writing. Oh, okay. So Bjor is Thor. No, it'd be like half Hathor. Hathor. I think so. Hathor. Half Hathor. Cool. I think. Y'all, if you want to see me mispronounce uh, Viking speak, come watch me play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla came out yesterday. It did, guys. Oh um, my I played gosh. about six and a half hours of it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. The combat is not as good as Odyssey. 
Odyssey's yeah. combat was super smooth. Mm-hmm. This combat is a little bit... It, it, it takes you a bit longer to get into. Um, uh, it definitely takes a little bit longer to get into. Yeah. Just because uh, it's... And I, I think it's because it's axes, and they wanted to make it feel heavy. Like, they, they wanted to make the blows feel heavy when you hit someone with an axe. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's not as easy to master medals. I agree. Um, I also think that they've, they've made blocking less... Um, th- th- there is a thing in Assassin's Creed Odyssey where you can basically yeah, block wait, anything. Dark Dispatch, thank you for the 500 biddies. Oh we appreciate gosh. that. Thank you so much. He's Kay. No, he's he's blind. Uh, she was asking me yesterday. She's like, I don't know. I don't understand what people say when they mean biddies. Oh, those are the biddies. Thank <laughs> you, Dark Dispatch. Biddies. We appreciate that. Thank you. Um. Uh, yeah, so the, the combat is, uh, the, they, I think they've tried to make it so that you can't just block everything. Yeah. Because that's not realistic. I, yeah, I uh, And so block timing is a lot harder. And also, like, sometimes when you block, you still take a little bit of damage. Um, it's not the same as Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where I got so good at blocking that I just never lost the fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so the, it's interesting. And uh, I also think that the control mapping isn't as good as Odyssey. Because on, mm. if you're playing keyboard and mouse, which I played Odyssey keyboard and mouse, the dodge key is left alt, which is in the worst place if you have to keep your three main fingers on the WASD keys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in Odyssey, um, sh- uh, space was the dodge key. And so it was oh. just a much more intuitive way to play. You can probably adjust that. It, it, it changes so many things. Like the, 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 mm. the trickle down effect of changing of changing the key mapping because i tried and it like is like well you change that so now this doesn't work and you're like okay well you change that and then this doesn't work and then you basically just have to remap the whole game right um because some okay. things are like if you hold it and some things are, like if you press it it's just a it's a mess okay okay um, so so if you wanted to adjust for what was more comfortable it would take a lot of readjusting yeah yeah i i, I couldn't figure it out myself i would need help um, right. so I've switched to the controller for this game and so far it's working out pretty well. Uh, the controller's fun. That's fair. Um, and, uh, I'm just loving the game. It's honestly only six hours in, there is a level of emotional storytelling so far in Odyssey or in uh, Valhalla, sorry, that is really stunning. Mm-hmm. Like it really, really is drawing me in. I, there was a moment on stream last night where I almost cried. Um, Aww. and th- there are some like familial themes and, and, and honestly, like, it is interesting, right? Because your, your character is a little immature. No spoilers. No, no, that's not a spoiler for anything. Okay. But your character is a little immature. And uh, some of the choices that you don't get to decide um, are... The, like, some of the story choices that are kind of baked into the game, as is, um, are, are things that I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. But because of the way they've set up the character, I understand why they're making that choice. For sure. And it... It makes it a, it's a really interesting, really, really fascinating story about what honor means and, um, what, uh, what, h- how we have familial ties to people mm-hmm. and just, I'm, I'm really loving it so far and I can't wait to get back to it, into it, uh, tomorrow on stream. Yeah. yeah. What time are you streaming tomorrow? Uh, that'll be 1 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Early stream, guys. Tomorrow. Early stream tomorrow. You want to watch some more Valhalla? I'm so excited. It might be a very long one. <laughs> I'm very excited for David to finish the game so that I can play it. <laughs> You can play it at the same time. No, I know. I, I, no, I want to wait. I want to wait, and, um, here's the thing. I, I actually, I'm really uh, stoked about my Skyrim build right now. Yeah. yeah. And I really want to put some, some time into it, Mm -hmm. because, um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Rannon says, how old is the main character, David, would you say? I don't know. I would say probably, um, between 18 and 24-ish. Okay. All right. Yeah. She's an adult. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know her exact age. Um, that's fair. It was definitely fun having, uh, Muddles, uh, who is from, uh, Denmark in the chat, uh, be able to tell me some, like, he, th- there was a point where he was like, uh, that city shouldn't be there. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, that's like, it's just too far south. Um, and I was like, okay. <laughs> that's so funny. Muddles, you better be there when I play through. Cause I want these fun facts. Yeah. Muddles, Muddles is our, Muddles is my Viking, um, is my Viking expert. Yeah. In the chat, helping me out. Yeah. Uh, and dropping those sweet, sweet emotes. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Very excited about this game. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, in, in the expanding saga of Fantastic Beast 3, uh, as we transition to our next topic here, um, mm-hmm. we are seeing some casting 
for the Johnny Depp part uh, yes. that he obviously vacated over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, if you weren't there yesterday, we did talk about this. We did talk this. about this. And we talked about the day before that. Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, um, and so now it seems he's been replaced very quickly with uh, actor Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, Orange Coon 15 in the chat says, bring back Colin Farrell. Obviously... We would love that. Uh, we would love that. But I love Colin Farrell. Yeah. Um, but um, it is interesting. We're talking so much about a movie that we probably won't see. But um, yeah. yeah, honestly, it is interesting that uh, to go with Mads Mikkelsen is an interesting choice. You're going from like a truly A-list celebrity. I think we can all agree uh, Johnny Depp is an A-list celebrity to an actor who is not that. And I don't mean that as a, an insult. I love Mads Mikkelsen as an actor. He's that's, brilliant. That's the thing. He's a fantastic yeah. actor. Yeah. He just doesn't have the same name recognition as Johnny Depp does, even though he's done big movies. He yeah. was in uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, he was in... What was the other recent one? Uh, a lot. Uh, Doctor Strange, he plays um, the villain. Uh, he plays... Um, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, know, he plays uh, Galen Erso. Jenny Nurso's father in uh, Rogue One. He played right. Le Chiffre right, right. in the first of the Daniel Craig James Bond movies, mm-hmm. um, Casino Royale. He's also um, Hannibal Lecter in the show Hannibal. Yeah. Um, and apparently was absolutely incredible. That I've never seen that show, but apparently he's incredible. Uh, he's in Death Stranding as well, it says yeah. Orange Coon 15 in the chat. Um, Mads Mikkelsen is an incredible actor. Yeah. Um, it is interesting, right? I, I wonder... Uh, you know, he is bringing himself into a much uh, currently embroiled controversial uh, franchise by making this choice. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it makes sense to me. I mean, yeah, it, he, like, he's, he, I feel like he's been on, he, he's one of those people that's kind of on that cusp of being A-list. Yeah. He's done big things. His face is a lot more recognizable. And maybe he thinks that as a career move, being part of the Fantastic Beast franchise is going to push him over that edge. Or maybe they offered him a lot of money. Or that. Like, honestly, like, they, they ha- you know, they have the money. And and I get that. Um, Yeah, it is a controversial decision for yeah. him to associate himself with that. 100%. But we don't really know any of the behind-the-scenes details. Yeah, and, and this isn't finalized. They are in talks. But I, I have a feeling it'll happen. It, it, it makes sense. Um, if I was Warner Brothers, he's the kind of... Um, He's the kind of actor I would want, just because he's he's not just a celebrity actor. He is a actor actor. He yeah. he like brings it to every single um, he brings it to every role he's in, mm-hmm. and he's he's really he's a, he's a remarkably um, poised persona on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I think that you know in in a world where there wasn't any controversy around this movie, this casting would be exciting to me. And if yeah. this had been the casting originally, I would have been more excited about this casting than I was about Johnny Depp. I actually think that this is a more interesting take on the character. Yeah. Um, and Mads Mikkelsen has a level of charisma to me that is unique. Like, he really, he, he has a quiet charisma that I find very charming. And I, I, I'm really excited for this, uh, for him. Um, and, you know, I, I won't be giving this movie my money, obviously. Yeah. I don't want to support that. And, you know, maybe maybe we shouldn't even be talking about it. Maybe this is a kind of support that we shouldn't be doing. But um, the it, it is the news. And we are a nerd news show, and this is this is what we do. So we will probably talk about it. And, um, you yeah. know, Mads Mikkelsen is the kind of actor that I wish nothing but the best for. So I hope that this works out for him and doesn't end up being a negative for him. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he is going to make a statement on where he stands about the controversy or if he's just going to not talk about it. Yeah, it's it, it, he's going to have to at some point. And that and yeah. honestly, like he's thank you for the since we for the empire. Um, at some point during the press for this movie he's going to be asked. Like he, that's that's just a, a given um, just based on how this is going to go. And who yeah. knows, maybe we don't have press screenings and whatnot for the movie because of COVID, but um, Yeah, true. Um, based on the recent news that Pfizer will maybe have a vaccine rolling out by April, this movie's not going to be ready so till long after that. So yeah. maybe, who knows, you know, maybe, maybe it will actually work out uh, that this movie will open in theaters wide and well, there will be a press tour and all the normal things that... Do you remember those? Do you remember when people would like get on planes and go to multiple places to promote their thing? Yeah. Um, yeah, just what interesting. A, very interesting. Very interesting. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird to see. It is definitely weird to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I had, I had a question. Yeah. 
Um, you know, we talked about the Scorpion King is coming back, and we're not really sure why. Mm-hmm. I'd like to ask Chat, you know, if you could bring back a franchise, mm-hmm. what would it, what, like, what would that be? You know, and I want to ask you that. You know, if, if there was a franchise that you could bring back that you thought deserved a second chance, or a better wrap-up, or, you know, didn't get the shot that it needed, what what do you think you would bring back? Hmm. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, franchises that people talk about mm-hmm. um when this question comes up like uh fireflies one that always comes fireflies up. the big one don't touch it please don't touch it don't <sighs> the cat you're, you're never gonna get all the cast back now yeah you're never going to it's never gonna be what i want yeah rhiannon you would reboot orphan black interesting i kind of thought of orphan black as being kind of perfect what never... would, why would you why would you change anything about it i never i never saw orphan black but my um uh, it's funny, my film teacher did a, uh, a movie with the, the... Tatiana Maslany? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were good friends. Um, that whole story about the Hulk, we weren't doing the morning show when that was going down, but, um, do you, are you aware of this? Tatiana Maslany was announced as She-Hulk on oh. the show She-Hulk. And Mark Ruffalo tweeted and was like, welcome to the team, She-Hulk, like, very excited for you, cousin, because they're cousins, right? Oh! Um, and then Tatiana Maslany, in an interview, weeks later... After, like, this very public was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I don't know what that's about. And everyone was like, wait, what are what? what are you talking about? Like, it was, I thought it was announced. Oh, my God. Models just said Terra Nova. And I, that was, I forgot about that yeah. show, Models. I remember that. And I, I Where Stephen actually... Lang was saying, playing his character from Avatar. Yeah. 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 That was, that was a fun show. I don't actually remember how it ended. Like, I, I have fond memories, end. but. It was cut short. Yeah, yeah. What was the other one? Uh, um, turnover, the, the, the problem with Turnover was that it was so expensive. Um, I kind of wish that show hadn't happened when it did and then it had been a streaming show. Because right. I think that if, it, if that had been made by like it. an Amazon Prime or um, Netflix or something like that, mm-hmm. I think it would have been a huge hit. And I think that we would have gotten a really cool show out of it. Because mm-hmm. the concept was very interesting. Yeah. Um, to send people back in time... To essentially, like, send them before humans so they would be the humans moving forward is, is so... It's, it's a crazy idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, really like that show. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. What, yeah, oh, Rand and Kate just wants more Orphan Black. She doesn't want to change anything. That makes oh, sense. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay, that's, that's fair. Um, franchises that I would do, um, I think that I would... Uh, and there are things that we might get, right? Like, uh, I would love for Iron Fist to get a, a second chance. Uh, just because I think that the Netflix show, uh, full disclosure, I did work on it uh, for a day once. So I, you know, I don't, you know, it's weird. It's, it's a weird thing where like I have been paid by that show. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, not in any serious capacity. Um, but I would love to see them do a real Iron Fist show. Yeah. Um, uh, and one that wasn't as, um, one that one that wasn't so afraid of its own mythology because uh, Iron Fist at times felt like it was struggling to, to be an Iron Fist show. Uh, thanks, you, for the posture, Kate. Oh. Um, I would really love to see... God, that's, it, it is tough. Yeah, I'm sure you know what mine is. What? The franchise you want rebooted? I mean, it was a movie. Aragon. Yeah. Aragon. I don't... Uh, I, I would Make rather it as a, a series. Make, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. Make Aragon a show. Guys, I'm, I'm going to start a petition. <laughs> It might be. It might just be prohibitively expensive to have a dragon Cast on the screen. Cast me much. as Arya. I'll do it. Make the Aragon TV show, please. I'm begging you. Thirteen year old me was so upset about that movie. Rebel Trooper wants a good eighth season of Game of Thrones. <sighs> mhm. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that one, but you know, uh, y- I'm fine. You know, I'm fine with eighth season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. I don't. It's not my favorite, but I, I I'm hate fine with it. Eight. Yeah. It's trash. I'm saying um, that publicly right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a tough question. It is a tough question. Yeah, uh, it's it's hard because you don't want to like touch things that like because you you don't want to like ruin them if they were already like good. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I'm trying to think. I I would love them. I would, and th- this might sound insane, but I kind of and we're never gonna get this. Obviously, I would love a fully rebooted Star Wars. I would love for someone to take the idea of Star Wars and do like a full overhaul on it and like just see what that would look like hmm. um and it may and maybe that's not what I mean maybe I just want like 
because uh, I don't want to like change Mandalorian or anything like that. But you know, there's something about Star Wars that I really love that I, I just want to see them do something completely different in that world. Hmm. Um, gotcha. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? And okay. I'm hoping that Taika Waititi's movie is going to do that. Um, uh, cause I love Mandalorian, but Mandalorian is very much, very much original trilogy Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you think of a remake of the Godfather movies? Rebel, the only one you should remake is three. Uh, but all those actors are too old now, so you couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's movies actually, there's movies that I love the premise of that didn't work. Yeah. Um, like, uh, Tenet. Yeah. Sorry, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. I would um, actually I would actually love them, uh, you know, in like 20 years to redo The Hobbit and not screw mm, it up. Interesting. <laughs> you know, just make one movie and make I'm not it more of a kid's movie. I'm, I, I, if they're going to do it, I would want it to be like a Pixar animated movie. But that's what, that's what I mean. Make it like a yeah. kid's movie. Um, a Pixar, actually, a but, Pixar, a Pixar animated Hobbit would be amazing. I think uh, so. Taika Waititi is doing Star Wars, yes. Taika Waititi is going to be directing a Star Wars movie coming December 2022. Um, very exciting that will be the next Star Wars film I, I someone posted uh, there was a Facebook post I saw that was like we are 10,000 days away, or no we're like uh, 1,084 days away from a new Star Wars movie and I was like that's <laughs> 1,084 days is not that many days it's not that many days not guys many days. we're gonna have a big calendar we're gonna start knocking them yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll have it right here we'll just Thank have days should. till next Star Wars movie oh on the God. wall behind us um yeah. I think that's the show. I, I didn't mean uh, for that last question to... to uh, I, I was like, oh, I didn't mean to go over time, but I didn't realize what time it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm we're, so sorry. We're, yeah, it's tough, right? I wish, I wish I'd like come in with some for that, because I don't, I, I don't know. Like, what would I actually want rebooted? Yeah. The, D, the DC Universe? The DC. Um, Superman. The, Superman, that's my answer. Uh, I, I, I still want it to be Henry Cavill. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just want it to be happy. The break. We're going to interview. <laughs> happy. Okay. Yeah, Ben, thank you for the video. Thank you for the video. Um, I want, and maybe this is what we're going to get with the Tyler Hecklin show, mm-hmm. uh, Superman and Lois, uh, coming to the CW in February. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman to me is a beacon of hope, and I want more of, I, I, I want a version, I want Henry Cavill, because I think he's perfect. I think Henry Cavill is a perfect Superman. Yes. I just he's want, just perfect. I just want him to get to be the, like, smiling beacon of hope Superman. Yeah. I um, mean, hopefully if we get another Superman movie with him, there will be a little bit more of that. Yeah. Um, cause there's, there's, uh, there's an undercurrent of joy and hope in the Richard Donner Superman films that, uh, just makes them some of my favorite things to watch. And they bring me so much joy. That original, the first two Superman movies, um, by Richard Donner are just, they, they are, they are like, they peel the anxiety off my back. You yeah. know what I mean? They, they just have that magical ability to make me feel like everything is okay. Yeah. Or, or at least that everything could be okay. That there yeah. is hope for the future. And I don't know how they pulled that off. Christopher Reeves is uh, perfect um, in that role. And I just, I want, I, I want Henry Cavill to have the, the opportunity to make that kind of Superman movie. Totally. I would, I would love that. Yeah. Actually. Um, y'all, that's our show. Uh, Nightly Morning Show. Once again, bringing you the news. We're going to be back tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, here. Mm-hmm. Same bat time, same bat channel. Um, <laughs> Clarice is going to be on in a couple hours. Um, no, I'm going to be on in less than an hour. In less than an hour? Guys, yeah. You're going on at noon? Noon. Oh, God, I have work to do then. Yeah. Oh, crap. Okay. Uh, Clara's going to be on in less than an hour uh, to play some Skyrim. Yes, guys. Um, Please come check out my Night King build. It's super fun. It's Skyrim's birthday. It is Skyrim's birthday. It's going to be a good day. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be on at uh, 6 p.m. tonight playing Diablo 2 with our good friend Tommy, four underscores tsunami. Um, It's four underscores. I know it is. If you want to find him, it's Tommy, four underscores tsunami. Um... Tommy's going to go get some groceries so that he can eat. Tommy, Bye. you need to eat so you have that energy when we take down the devil. Hype. I don't know if we'll get to the devil tonight, but we'll definitely get to um, the, the third world, I think. Um, that means nothing if you don't play Diablo. Um, it's going to be a fun stream. Last week's stream was so much fun, so I hope you guys come check that out. And um, yeah, we will uh, be streaming some Valhalla tomorrow. And then um, uh, on Friday, are we talking about that or no? Oh, sure. Yeah, <clears throat> Friday, I uh, have been asked to do a sponsored stream. Yes. Um, 
and and I was not prepared for this, and so the name is escaping me. Rune Ruin to decapitation decapitation edition. De- decapitation edition. Yeah. Um. It's it's it. Yeah. It's um. It's uh, it's a game that a new company has kind of taken and like redone and put a lot of work into. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Friday, right after the morning show, I am going to be streaming that over at Clarster Cars. It's just going to be a short stream because we do have plans later that day. We're going to Niagara. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna check out this game and I'm going to be giving away a copy of the game to somebody in the chat. That's um, right. So come hang out, see if you like the game. If you like it, stick around. You might get it for free. So if you want, yeah, if you it's it's it is a similar to Valhalla. It is a Norse mythology uh, kind of fighting game. Yeah. So if you want a Norse mythology fighting game, um, uh, RPG adventure game, uh, come check out the chat. You might win your own copy this Friday at noon over at <laughs> twitch.tv slash Claris Dracaris. That's the one. Clarus. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. This was a fun one. We will see you all soon or next time or mm-hmm. whenever because uh, we adore you. As we always say here, my name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. Do something nerdy um, tonight. This evening. This evening? This evening. Do something nerdy this evening. (laughs) Bye-bye.